Good morning. Welcome to Pop That Culture. I probably shouldn't say good morning because Lord knows when you're watching us or listening to us. Because mm. the fun part is you can take us with you anywhere. Right. Don't take us with you somewhere we shouldn't be. But other than that, no. go ham on it. Take us where you want. Take us wherever you want. <laughs> I, you know what? Normally I would say don't watch us on the can. Watch us on the can. Oh, you know, you know. Yeah. Hot, you're on the toilet right now, aren't you? Mm -hmm. Listen, some of my best uh, phone watching and or going through Facebook or Instagram is done while in the bathroom, so. Are you a newspaper toilet reader too? No. Mm -mm. Magazines? Uh, books, I do have books in there. Books. See, here's the thing. I'd prefer to do that, but uh, sometime after my late teens, I realized <laughs> that I was strangely grossed out by periodicals, like reading materials in general in the bathroom, <laughs> because I picture this microscopic world where all the germs are crawling out of the toilet uh -huh. and onto the stuff that I'm reading. So well, I- That's why you wash your hands after. Well, I know, but you know, <laughs> I, you know, sometimes it's really tempting because there's like a GQ in there or a oh, Maxim or- I do have a, a line in the sand that some people will cross that I will not cross. So you go to the bathroom in a litter box? <laughs> yes. Uh -huh. um, which is that I will not uh, eat in there. No, I can't do that. I mean, I know people who are like, well, I just made the sandwich. Might as well take it, sit the plate right. on their lap. No, <laughs> like, I, I, I seriously, no, I can't. I'm not, I'm not having a meal I agree. in the bathroom. You know what? There's a couple other things. I've had friends that are like, oh my gosh, well, we hooked up, we, I had a quickie in the bathroom, or right. I, I hooked up with a stranger in the bathroom, and from a distance, it's like a Monet. It looks very attractive <laughs> and appealing, but when you start looking closer and closer and closer, it starts falling apart, and it becomes incomprehensible. Well, for you, it sounds like, especially the whole time you'd be like, oh, it's, ah, it's so gross. Gross. I can't. So many germs. My I know what happens is in the here. same way. <laughs> well, know? see, that's why you're married. Because right. we're, we're just like, ah, no. But I've got some friends like, oh, my God, it's so hot. And I'm like, really? Is it that hot? Come on. Yeah. But I used to have a listener overnight when I was a, a wee small DJ. Oh, the wee DJ. I, uh, I had a listener that was a grad student at the Wayne State School of mortuary science oh. and this individual would call me every time I was on the air and say hey man I got you on the air blah 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 and eventually I got comfortable enough to start asking those curious questions about so you work in a morgue overnight tell me about it and yes they do have plates with sandwiches on them in the same room as the cadavers and I'm like ah, no what if the cadaver reaches over and grabs it and starts eating no. it and then your brain well, that makes this a double awkward turn to our first story, yes. which is... Oh, bad timing, Joe. Yeah, mm. well, you, you didn't know. I mean, it's not like it was on a sheet. It's not like we prepped or anything for no. the show. Uh, that's my fault. I took us down a, a non-serious path right mm. from the start, knowing that we were going to have to talk about the fact right. that we um, may be losing the Queen of Soul very soon. Aretha Franklin. She was diagnosed, I believe it was in 2010? With cancer? Uh, yes. But she she kept performing. Her last public performance was in 2017, and she told the audience that she was being forced to retire for mm -hmm. health reasons, basically. Because um, she'd gotten really skinny, and some people were like, oh, it's just a weight loss thing. Uh, it turns out it's kind of more right. of like a very serious health condition thing. And then yesterday, 
morning on Channel 4, their um, host, Evrod Kasimi, who's apparently friends with her, was like, oh, my, my good friend Aretha Franklin wants, uh, needs all of your, your prayers and your, your good thoughts right now because um, she's in the hospital and right. surrounded by family. And it sounds like this is, I mean, she, the words that they were using about her is that she's gravely ill. So. Yeah, and you know, and it's so hard to believe especially growing up in Detroit, that, you know, our Motown artists mm -hmm. from the 60s up through the early 70s, like the OG R&B singers right. um, that really, really hit the mainstream, they're all really getting up there. Yeah. And to me, they're all still in their, like, 30s, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I understand what you're feeling. Like, some, some people, um, some actors, and I think probably musicians for the same thing, you sort of hold them in your head at a certain age. Right. Like when I found out that Madonna was about to have her 60th birthday party, and I'm like, 60? That's what? Right. So it's like, funny. It's funny you bring up Madonna. So she stopped at like 40 for me. Exactly. And there was nothing after that. Well, one of her tours, um, Michelle went to one of her tours and saw her play, I think, Ford Field. Mm -hmm. And she sent me a picture of her. Oh, was and it scary? No, she looked good. Oh, okay. I mean, she's for a 60-something. Oh, she, she works out. Yes. I work out. Um, oh, yeah. there goes my earpiece. It's That's earpiece right. dysfunction day on pop yeah, culture. Happens. So, um... But the funny part was, was that I, so I watched a movie mm -hmm. on the plane coming back from vacation and they showed a small clip from Desperately Seeking Susan. No! And Madonna's like, what, 26 at the most if, in that movie? If, she might be even younger. I yeah, she was totally like pre-material girl mm -hmm. Madonna. She was a boy toy Madonna at that point. And I'm just like, oh my God, was that's like a 30-year-old movie. Are you kidding me? I know. That's when Madonna was like drying her armpits with the hand dryer in the bathroom. Like this was what she Right. Just do. like you used to do. That's me. Yeah, exactly. Like why use deodorant when I can just dry yeah. things up on Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean Aretha Franklin, she's had different um, things that were milestones throughout history. She sang at the funeral of Martin Luther King Jr. She sang for the inauguration for um, Obama right and then I did not realize she was the first woman inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame I didn't know that either the first woman and she was also Murphy Brown's favorite artist I did ever watch know, I did not remember that either. yeah and I don't know if Candace Bergen did that intentionally as part of her character because that was an extension of herself but oh, okay. Aretha Franklin's music was a really big part of Murphy Brown yeah like, almost like, uh, what's her name, being a part of Ally McBeal. Oh, God, Vonda Shepard, yes. is that it? Oh, my God, yes. the lady used to play at the piano bar uh, inexplicably, and, inexplicably yeah. and then had hits on the Let's radio. Let's go hang out at the lawyer bar, guys. <laughs> it was so Vonda's playing again. <laughs> what are the chances? Vonda's there. Maybe we'll bump into somebody from L.A. Law. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I mean, she's... Send send your goodwill and your and your good thoughts, and we'll see if she can recover from right. what's happening right now. But well, she'll always be immortal, regardless of anything that may happen. She will always be immortal. She is a legend, yes. and we wish her the best. Um, sadly, also someone who I think is now going to be immortal and doesn't deserve to be, huh. but, is, but is going to go down in history books because she was part of a presidential administration. And that is Omarosa. Mama <laughs> freaking 
Rosa. And her relationship, obviously, you know, because of The Apprentice, she's yes. been in the public eye for a while. And then uh, she was uh, made part of the Trump inner circle. Correct. After he was sworn into office. Mm -hmm. And then there was a little scandal about a wedding party running amok in the White House. Oh, you're right. Yeah. And then uh, she wrote a book. Yes. Well... <laughs> There was a little bit more in between there, but yeah, yes, yeah, you could. And say she that. has a really good recording app on her phone. Apparently, she must. Honestly, yes. Can I just say, like, I don't know what the protocol is as far as having your cell phone during certain meetings, mm. but clearly she had her cell phone recording all the time. Right. Even when she was being fired, and she, like, I don't know where she put it. These are the most clear recordings. Right. I have, there's no, like, shirt muffle. Yeah, I want to know, is that an iPhone? Is it an Android? What is it, uh, an LG? Is Did it a she have, like, a tiny mic attached to it, like, wired and then, like, up? And, like, then had, like, a pin that looked like a flower yeah. and I didn't realize it was <laughs> so, a microphone? So, like, Amorosa, um, and boom guy. There's a boom operator <laughs> guy <laughs> walking in. Well, yeah, she's having you, conversations <laughs> with people, and she's like, what did you yeah. say? Could you talk into this talk flower? Talk into the flower. I, <laughs> the clearest recordings I've ever heard of a person while they're right. getting fired was amazing. It's unbelievable. And, I mean, you know, in the Situation Room, usually it's the Situation who has the mic. Sometimes Jay Wow does. Sometimes. Never Snooky. No. Because it is the Situation Room. I would agree. Uh, also, yeah, who's using the Situation Room for HR purposes? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I right. thought this was for important situations not right. just that you gotta go Omarosa. Well, we don't know this maybe the white house have you ever been to one of those offices where you meet with somebody and they stick their head because they didn't bother signing in for the conference room with the receptionist right. hey let's go to the conference room uh, can i get you some coffee oh shoot no there's a meeting in there here let's go over here oh no that room's full let's, you know what bill's on vacation Let's jump into his office for a second. And you're like, okay, we're in Bill's office. What the hell? This is super awkward. I could see yeah. framed pictures of Bill's family. Yeah, while they're like, oh, look, here's, our, here's our Disney vacation. Here's little Billy Jr. as a child. Oh, my yeah. God. I can't believe he's 25 now. I have to say, though, after hearing her extremely clear tape of herself being fired, mm. I loved that Kelly, she asked him, oh, does, does Donald Trump know that you're doing this, that you're firing me? And he's like, well, you know, I'm basic. You work for me, and mm. uh, I'm taking care of this. But in the future, should he ever ask about you or where you are, oh, then I'll tell him. Right. Like, you're <laughs> so unimportant. He may not even notice that you're not around right. anymore. But if he does, I'll let him know what happened. Yeah, until the moment where Trump is walking through and he's interviewing somebody. Oh, hold on. You're all right. And he says, uh, he's in the White House, and he says, I think I have your earpiece and you have mine. Oh, well, we'll figure it out in the commercial break. So I think, you know, Trump's walking through the White House. He says, welcome to the White House. You know, I, I want to interview with you. And, and he says, uh, here, let's duck into the conference. And he walks in and somebody's in there getting deposed. And OK, oh, no, here, let's jump into Bill's office. No, Bill's in here. Oh, my gosh, he's back from vacation. <laughs> you know what? Amarosa, let's jump into her office. Hey, where are the, where where are the pictures I don't of... Did the she the not, wedding and the... Where did... Oh. It, does Amarosa not work here anymore? Yeah. Oh, we forgot to tell you, sir. Uh, we let Amarosa go. Yeah. So she wrote a book called Unhinged, which basically could be a title about herself, but she <laughs> says that it's not. And she's doing a whole bunch of inter interviews for them. As you would imagine, she's an extremely difficult interview. Right. She sort of prides herself on being a giant pain in the ass. Although I have to say, <laughs> I have to say, in this clip, so she... 
This one is kind of going viral. She did an interview yesterday with Savannah Guthrie on the Today Show. Mm. I kind of have to say, Savannah Guthrie is the one that's like, like losing her S a right. little bit as far as like formatics and getting answers to questions. I know Savannah's getting unruly. She what? Savannah Guthrie was getting a little unruly, and I am not in like any way, shape, or form a fan of Amorosa, but in just this one tiny segment, I agree with Amorosa. Oh my goodness. Well, just really quick before we show the clip, I knew someone that got to do a sit-down with Amorosa during The Apprentice days. Oh. And what she said was, Amorosa has this weird kind of BDE that just puts you immediately on your heels. I you believe just, it. You just get on your edge, you kind of get off kilter, and you need to take charge right away or she'll walk all she'll over you. She'll smell fear. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She'll smell fear or blood. or. or <laughs> so anyway, here is part of, just part of, and like the whole thing was like this basically, the world's most awkward interview on the Today Show with Amoroso. You gotta let a person answer a question mm -hmm. before you ask another question. Well, you know what, you know, Amorosa, I'm not saying that she is or isn't a fine wine, but I will say that Amorosa is like kind of like a newer wine where you have to uncork her and let her sit at the table while you, Breathe you know, a eat little a little bit. bread and, yeah. and, and talk about the day's events. And then about the time you get to say, like, oh, my God, on the way out of the office today, I can't believe it. Bill was trying to use my office for one of those meetings again. <laughs> oh, Bill. Yes. And then, then you pour the wine. And you have to do so with, with Amorosa. Because I'm just saying. You've got to take control. Yes. But let her breathe a little yes. bit. Yes. Maybe maybe swish her around the glass, make sure she doesn't leave a residue. Yeah. Then check the nose, check mm. the nose. Mm, fantastic. Another fun, awkward situation was what has been going on with Chris Hardwick ah. um, of the Nerdist, sort of formerly, although they put his name back on the website, and then also hosting the after shows for The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead. He's got his Talking Dead show. Mm. And there was the whole thing with his girlfriend coming, ex-girlfriend coming out with an article where there was emotional abuse and sexual assault possibly and all that sort of stuff. Network does the investigation and they decide he's good and then they mm -hmm. put him back on the air. So I think it was Sunday night was his first episode back yes. on The Talking Dead. And uh, he was a very emotional Chris Hardwick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, contrition is a very interesting thing. And when, uh, after this clip, we have some very interesting information about what happened uh, in his workplace, even though he was very, very weepy and cry. I'm so appreciative to be standing here right now. And I want to thank you, the Walking Dead community, for all of your support these last couple of months. You know, the show is not just a job to me. This is, this is a vital part of my life, you know, and this has been a sanctuary. These last seven years we've been here, this has been with me through, through good times and bad times, and I have so much gratitude to you, the fans, and, and, and the producers, and the amazing cast of both of these shows, you know, for allowing me to come here and, and be a part of this community every week. This is what this is. This is a community. And, you know, it, we're, we're on the precipice of a lot of changes on both Walking Dead shows in the coming weeks and months. And I, 
I'm so looking forward to going on that journey with you. And I've said the following words a million times, countless times, and yet I have never been more thankful than I am in this very moment to say to you that I am Chris Hardwick and this is Talking Dead. Sorry. Um, first of all, before we start this, I just, you know, I want to thank everyone for being here, uh, but I, I just have to say to Yvette Nicole Brown, <laughs> no, don't. You are such an amazing friend. You are a gift on this planet, and you stepped in and did amazing jobs at the Comic-Con panel and last week on the preview special, and... You know, I, I just, I have so much appreciation for you. You are so much a part of this family, and you, I was honored to have you sit in, and you are my true friend, and I just love you so much. In other words, he's saying, thank you for not taking my job. Thank you for not taking my job. Thank Pretty you for not taking my job. Pretty much. And I mean, he was just a booing and a hoo, and he was very emotional. Mm. I'm so glad to have this job back. And there were several employees who were like, I'm not having it. I am not buying it. And I quit, Chris Hardwick. I don't want to work with you. Mm. I don't want to be in the same building with you. You're the worst. You are not a good human being. We out. One of which was his female co-executive producer on this show. Her name is Jen Patton. She's like, AMC, I think this was a dumb move. I think it was gross that you brought him back. And we're out. And mm. 25 more staffers. Unbelievable, but believable. So believable. It, well, you know, here's the thing. If you're involved, you know, Walking Dead on cable TV is almost like being hired into the MCU if you're in filmmaking. Mm -hmm. It is a stable, money-making, and well-received franchise with a hundred million, zillion, billion followers. And for you to, like, piss off part of that to the point where they walk away is a really questionable move, yeah. if you ask me. Yes, all right, when we get back on Pop That Culture with Joe and Sarah, we are going to show you, and it just happened, it just happened on Sunday night, <laughs> one of the worst game show flubs that has ever happened in the history of game shows. There's really, there's no coming back from this. And we'll show it to you next on Pop That Culture. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle power! Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our nine and dine special. Nine holes of golf and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. Hi, I'm Art and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service. And we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service 
you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Part City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Welcome back to Pop That Culture. So, I'm not going to lie, I liked the $25,000 pyramid, I liked the $100,000 pyramid, and I liked the reboot of the $100,000 pyramid with Michael Strahan. Wow. I like them all. I dig the pyramid. Right. I'm into the pyramid schemes, Joe. I, Bernie Madoff, <laughs> yes. with a lot of your viewing pleasure. Yes. I like old school game shows. I, I kind of miss them. You know, Dick Clark, though, on Pyramid. Right? You know, any you know, what I like about the old game shows is anything pre, like, technology, where you <laughs> knew there was a stagehand that had to flip stuff <laughs> other than Vanna. Because, yes. like, you know, they had the Pyramid <laughs> thing, and then, like, the, the answer, the clue would show up. You knew there was some intern back there. God. He's like, oh, it's so hot behind the thing <laughs> yeah. when I have to turn the thing around to show them these clever pun <laughs> categories for them to figure out but yes i do enjoy the show i also enjoy anytime i can see compilations of game show mistakes oh, when people right. say things either wrong or uh, accidentally swear or say things that are inappropriate mm -hmm. or but this is a new one this is a new one this uh contestant had gotten down to the very end he was in the final thing the final circle mm -hmm. and his celebrity partner was tim meadows mm -hmm. and he was trying to win the money the money yes and uh, very first category out of the gate totally screwed him up. Here's your first subject. Yeah. <clears throat> Bin Laden. Uh, Barack Obama's. Gonna bring oh, oh, that's a <laughs> wow. Category oh. is people with the last names of Obama. In your head, the first thing you think is Osama, and you say <laughs> Bin Laden. Ah, Rough. well, during uh, Barack Obama's uh, run for his first term as president, there was actually like some municipality in some, you know, like North Carolina or something like that. Yeah. Who, when they printed out the ballots, it said Barack Osama as the candidate, <laughs> and they had to withdraw the ballots. And we just and the absentee right. ballots had already been made. It was a mess. Oh. But, so during the clip, Dave was saying, "I could totally see this happening to me. I could totally see it happening to me yeah, as I'm, well." I consider myself fairly intelligent, but it's just one of those things. Like in the heat of the moment, you got all this pressure on you. You see those words, <laughs> and your brain just goes stupid. And it flips yeah. it into mm -hmm. the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's not even a last name and you got it wrong. Right. It's kind of <laughs> like when you watch Wheel of Fortune and they've got like everything but one letter on the board and people still screwed I, up. And you know that they're and not you're huge yelling imbeciles. at them like, you're so dumb. Right. Why don't you know? I, you know, but under on one the hand, lights, you have like right? a Cindy Bree moment where you're like, <laughs> uh, 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 uh. maybe we should have a pop that culture game show yes. and see who screws up first. Oh, let's do it. Yes, mm. I would love it. Oh my God. And then I'm sorry, but um, David, uh, we'll make you or somebody else like physically turn the letters mm. if we do this. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. How do you look in a Botany 500 suit? 
we can we can test it out. A Botany 500? Um, yeah, that's that's who you know. Back in the 70s and 80s, like at the end of every game show, if you look closely, it's like the host. His suit is always provided by Botany 500. I never noticed that in my entire yes. life. Kind of like how today. All the big talk show hosts are outfitted usually by Brooks Brothers. Okay, well that makes sense. I've never heard of Botany 500. Yeah, Google it. I, I we'll will. We'll do it during the break. Google it. Not like if you're a Wrath of Khan fan. It's not Botany Bay, which is the ship that Khan was on, by the way. Okay. Wow, wow. All right. <laughs> Something else that you could find on the internet, which was terrifying and did lead to a crime, was Slender Man. Yes. And there were um, two teenage girls that I think they just stabbed the other girl. And yeah. she survived miraculously, but they tried to kill her in the woods as like a sacrifice to this made-up internet character called Slenderman. Mm -hmm. Now, Slenderman was made up on the internet, and he showed up on uh, Creepypasta, mm -hmm. uh, which is a website about creepy things. And they basically challenge people to, like, tell us your creepy stuff. And some guy made up Slenderman. So he's a new thing. He's not like Bloody Mary or even right. Candyman, who, by the way, his song Knockin' the Boots in the 1980s so good. was fantastic. Ooh, boy. Sorry. I love that you do the lyrics. That's fantastic. So Slenderman really creeped me out. And he is a creepy, creepy character. Well, no kidding. And so Sony, in their infinite wisdom, decided, you know what? Let's jump on Slenderman while he's hot and make a like a, a movie five years after. Sure, a girl almost died, but let's yeah. make a movie. Yeah, we're going to make a movie. Let's, let's strike let's while, do it. Strike while the, uh, the horrifying character is hot. So um, the movie is out. And... People are allowed to dress up as movie characters at movie theaters, but you're not allowed to wear masks. Right. And you're also not allowed to be dressed as a character that might frighten or intimidate other people, mm. allegedly. I don't know. There's sort of like a gray area in that. But the, the mask thing is for sure. So some kids decided to dress up as Slender Man with like the full white, you can't see a face mask covering their own face mm -hmm. and not go into the screening of Slender Man, which would be appropriate in the audience would be like, oh my God, it's so great. I wonder yeah. if the movie company did this. Ooh, it's Slender Man. <laughs> Instead, they walked into in full Slender Man and just stood there in the dark, a screening of Mission Impossible 6. And the Mission Impossible people were like, what the what? Uh, what is going dude, on here? Mask, I don't, creepy. And just standing there in the dark. Oh, I can't even. No, I... <laughs> so two women in the audience were like, we're getting out of here. And they went out the emergency exit in the back and called the movie theater management. And there, there is a creepy dude standing in one of your movie theaters. Right. And I, here's the thing. I get that you're trying to be cheeky and out of context and everything. Right. But... If you're opposed to the notion of getting arrested or at least having an altercation with the police, then don't do this. I'm talking to you, Slenderman people, and clowns standing at the side of bike trails. Right, very similar, very similar. All you have to do is wear a scary outfit and just stand there and say nothing, and you can terrify mm -hmm. people, which is what happened here. And then the patrons caught some of the employees sort of giggling about it, like they had done this, like they were working with the Slenderman teens to like make this prank, prank go down or whatever. Uh, so some people got in trouble for that. Yeah, one. and they were basically, at the end, they were just arguing there was no collusion with us and Slenderman. No collusion. But there totally was, and there were tapes to prove it. Mm. Now, because I know you're not a basic bitch, 
I know you don't care well, about pumpkin spice latte. You, but you know what? I will say <laughs> or this. Or do you? Below this table, because normally, what, below the table in our wide shots, mm -hmm. you can see probably, what, about mid-thigh to us? Uh, I think so. Look at, uh, look at the preview monitor. Probably about mid-thigh. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't see below my knees <laughs> because I am wearing a pair of Uggs. <laughs> yes, he is. He, was, he likes to wear yoga pants mm. and Uggs, and he likes his pumpkin spice. Yeah, lattes. I like the yoga pants with the cutout panels on them. Nice. Very hot. It's very trendy. My, you a little bit of like mesh. My panel butt there. looks so awesome. I would them. imagine yeah. showing that off. Um, so, two things have happened. One, um, allegedly, the date for when pumpkin spice lattes will be unleashed for this year has been leaked, which is allegedly August 28th. Um, that's not fall. Uh, can you just, can you wait a couple, can you do it in September? Just quit it. That's like when music I, stations start their Christmas music. Right. Like the day after Halloween. Just quit it. Oh, are you? Are you <laughs> did you go there? Yes. What's Jay going to say? I just, I don't, I'm not mad at him. I'm mad okay. at music stations that like keep backing up the date for oh, when yeah. Christmas starts. It's ridiculous. Costco has... Like Halloween decorations yes. right now. They, they started putting out Halloween decorations or things that you can buy for yeah. Halloween like at the beginning of August. Well, we bought Jonah's Halloween before. costume last week. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Oh, my God. Huh. So you might be able to get your pumpkin spice latte at the end of this month. The other thing I find fascinating, although I'm not sure it would work that well. Hmm. So public enemy number one right now. Is Flavor Flav? Is no, no, Chuck D. Sorry. <laughs> our plastic straws. Oh, not Flavor Flav. No. He's public enemy number two. <laughs> um, so yeah, people are losing their damn minds about plastic straws and mm. the way that we're going to save the earth is by banning all plastic straws. And so there are different restaurants and fast food places mm. that are starting to get on board with them. And uh, Starbucks is one of those places that's trying to figure out alternatives for people to mm. use. Somebody really loves you because they came up with Pumpkin spice mm. cookie mm. straws. Mm. Edible straws. The best thing since edible underwear, which are basically fruit roll-ups, by the but way. But like stale, gross fruit roll-ups. Yeah. They're not, don't and try there's nothing it's not sexy, sexy about, no, because mm -mm. they leave a weird film. No, I've uh, given them as a joke at bachelorette parties, and so of course you're all like drinking and giggling and like, let's peel off a piece and try and eat it. They're disgusting. Don't even go there. So you mean you didn't make the stripper wear them and then pull a piece off of <laughs> no. them with your teeth? They're just, they're stale and they're gross. This, I can get on board with, except hmm. how long is that straw gonna last? Like this one is like in a frozen -y drink right there. Uh, it looks like a caramel macchiato. Is it? Oh, no, no, no. That's a frappy thing. Anyway. <laughs> But if you put it in a, in a warm drink, how long is that cookie straw going to last? Like, do you only have like a limited amount of time for you to like no. people to drink your drink? I think you... this is genius. You know why? It puts a shelf life on how quick you have to drink your drink. Yeah. So if you miss out on it, you basically have to buy another one. Just keep putting cookie straws right. in there they you should just, your drink. They should make the cups out of that same material. <laughs> that way Starbucks will sell like three or four times the drinks. It's genius. <laughs> Right? Okay, so we have this, which I am okay with and I enjoy, this cookie story. But then yesterday was hmm. left-handers day. <laughs> You're a righty, I'm a righty. What? <laughs> Let me show you something. <gasps> I thought you were a righty. No. That's we have no... Are you ambidextrous or... <laughs> 
Okay, here's the deal. I write with my left hand. Yes. I shoot long guns with my right hand. So rifles and shotguns I shoot left-handed, rather. Uh-huh. I shoot pistols right-handed. Mm-hmm. I throw and catch left-handed. I shoot hockey... or Right-handed? I, I, I throw and catch right-handed, and I uh-huh. shoot hockey pucks left-handed. So the answer to Dave's question is yes. I'm not... But I'm not truly... I'm, like, kind of ambidextrous. That sounded like a lot of left-hand, right-hand Semi-dextrous. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple things I do with both hands, but we won't talk about those you on Pop That Culture. You're going to give one a break. Switch off. Um, so anyway, it, yesterday was in honor of you partially. It was left-handers day. My sister's okay. a lefty. There are lots of famous creatives and celebrities and politicians who are lefties. Paul McCartney is a lefty. I believe uh, Obama is. Yes. Um... And, and I can't think of all the rest of them. But anyway, so uh, there were a lot of people that were posting about it, including the Oreo people, who decided that they were going to put out a special package just for lefties. No, oh, thank you, Oreo. Where you have the little thing where you lift up the top wrapper on the, the little tab thingy on the right side. So you hold with your right hand, you peel with your left hand mm. if you're left-handed. My question is, exactly, why would you need to make a whole, unless that was the joke, and I'm just not that catching on. Because <laughs> you could just put it on this side, a regular one, and then flip it, and then, yeah. oh, you don't That's exactly, <laughs> that's the joke. Okay, I'm just checking. But they actually made, like, limited amount of, amounts of these, and you can, like, order them online, and you have to pay extra for shipping to get mm-hmm. something that you don't need right. because you could make it out there, of a regular There's people package. like me who are going to buy them and not open them. You watch. You're going to save it? Why not? That's going to be some bugs in your or, house you after know, a while. There is, there is a hazing that um, in Major League Baseball, or maybe even the minors probably, what they do with bat boys is when a new bat boy shows up at the stadium on his first day, uh-huh. a lot of the players will send them going, hey, kid, can you go find me a left-handed bat? Okay. <laughs> and the kid will go around and around asking everybody for the left-handed bat. And apparently what they'll do is they'll, they'll perpetuate the, the joke and then finally have to explain to the poor boy hours later yes. that it's the same bat. Mm. So anyway, I thought they didn't know, but apparently they know. And that was the joke. So, ha ha, Oreo, good job. If you are a beer drinker, and you like dark beer, beer that you can eat with a knife mm. and a fork. We have some good news for you and possible vacation plans for you when we get back on Pop That Culture. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic sweeping adventure where we try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com, Fridays, Podquesters. See you there. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. 
A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store and the greater becomes your appetite. With another Prescription for Your Health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Welcome back to Pop That Culture. I'm here with my buddy, my pal, Joe. Joe yes. Santos. And this is the show where we talk about uh, celebrities and weird stuff and uh, food. Yeah. Kinky things actually make their way into this for some reason. Yeah, it's basically the conversations you have over apps, but usually not dinner, <laughs> right? Right, exactly. Like, I'll talk about this stuff with you over mozzarella sticks, but if we're digging right. into a steak, I'm changing Yeah, topics. we're just going to eat. Yes. I mean, we're not going to talk at all. <laughs> Maybe we'll continue the discussion over dessert, but usually it's like, oh right. my God, I'm, I'm so, so full. full. I can't. Why did we say yes to the waitress when mm. she was like, do you want to look at the dessert menu? Yeah. Or, Mistake. Or after you get married, the conversation turns into, well, you know, we could have just split the entree. <laughs> or split the dessert. Two oh, forks, yeah. please. Yeah. Oh, girl. Now, you can also split a beer because I don't think I could finish a whole Guinness, honestly. Really? That's so, it's, I'm not a... I'm not a dark, thick, or bitter beer kind of a person. Well, so none of those things. Dark, thick, and bitter is how I like my ladies. <laughs> but I know people like Guinness. I know they're into it. There's, it's almost like a cult, man. If people like Guinness, like, it's, uh, it's like CrossFit. They won't shut up about it. See, you know, it was funny. I, I, I enjoy Guinness. Mm -hmm. I think that in the craft beer world of yeah. America, especially Michigan, there are so many good stouts to be had mm -hmm. that Guinness is just one of many on a trip around the block, right? Okay. Now, if you have a good Irish bartender, however, mm -hmm. and you have a Guinness, yeah. that's the proper way to have it because they'll do all kinds of crazy stuff with the foam. Oh, I put a shamrock in the head for you. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, it's, they're just, they're delicious. Yeah. And if you have somebody that knows how to pour them the right way, they maximize the bubbles. Well... Guinness has opened a brewery in the United States. Ah, I don't know how I feel about that. It's first since the 1950s, and they spent $90 million to redo this site that had already been a distillery for something else mm. in the past, to remake it into Guinness land, basically. <laughs> yes. And there's a ride you can go on where you come out, you go in, you it's put the lap bar down, ah! you come out, and you're ripped. Usually at the end when they take They're the picture. They're throwing shots at your face. Yeah, you're like, ah, ah. God, if you get me through this, I'm never going to drink again. And then they shoot the picture of you. At like the end of the ride, they just put, like, shove you into a bathroom so yes. you can, like, hug on to. Yeah, and the beautiful thing is, the it's for the ladies, seat. they give you somebody to hold your hair. <laughs> 
It's phenomenal. They have Guinness scrunchies to right. like keep it back in case you Yeah. And, and the nice thing is for for five extra dollars, you can put on your old sorority sweater and recreate your college years, right? Do the Guinness Walk of Shame. Yes. Awesome. Uh, yes, so it opens um, this month, August 3rd. It is in Halethorpe, Maryland. Of course it's in Halethorpe. Driver, a ride to Halethorpe, please. Let's go, Maryland. Make it happen. Yes, so they will have a whole bunch of things going on there. Um, they're going to have beers that you can only have at Guinness Land in mm. Maryland, basically. Are they going to have jalapeno poppers? They do need to have snacks. Yes. Uh, you had you like carb load and have a nice base for oh, all of this alcohol yes, you're drinking. Of so, course. Uh, yeah, they have a restaurant there and um, they have beers that will only be available in the tap room. Some beers maybe can for distribution, but just in the immediate area. So like four miles away, you can't get it, but two miles away, like you can get right. the stuff that they're making inside but, the But you're in, the you know, you're in Maryland. Brewery. It's like, do I have a Guinness or a dogfish head? Is that a good Maryland it's brew? A, it's a good expensive Maryland brew. Dogfish head? Yeah, like a four pack of cans is like $15. <laughs> it's more expensive than Hop Slam. I'm sorry? A 60 minute IPA, baby. Wow. Oh, we find out from David that he is a beer guy. He's a beer guy. So you're going to be going to Maryland? I'm actually not a Guinness fan. Oh, not a Guinness See? fan. See, he's one of those guys. Mm. I'm an I, don't IPA like guy I don't like Guinness. Okay. Mm. Listen, to, to each their own. I, you, you know I'm not on board, so. Yeah, I, I'll enjoy a Guinness. Here and there. Um, I'll, I'll enjoy a few other things, too. Yes. Do you enjoy hacking? You seem um, like the kind of person who knows how to hack into some things. In a parallel universe, there probably is a hacker Joe. A hacker Joe. Joe. I yes. think so. I really do. Yes, I've, I've gone into... Like, oh. a, like a 90s hacker Joe. No, probably an 80s hacker Joe. Oh, 80s yeah, hacker Joe. Yeah, I'm playing tic-tac-toe with the Whopper, <laughs> you know. So, Flock of Seagulls... Hair, Hacker Joe. Hacker Joe. Dating Ali Sheedy. Nice. Yes, that's the parallel universe <laughs> Joe right there. Well, they're starting the Hackers Young these days, and they just had a DEF CON hackathon conference mm. because, of course, there's a hacker conference that you can go to. Right. Where they just set up obstacles for you to figure out and hack mm -hmm. and see if you can do it. Yeah, it's like Double Dare, but with a lot of computers <laughs> and soldering yes, irons. Exactly. You're climbing out a big nose and mm. a big mouth into slime yeah. and all this stuff. Um, yeah, so one of the things that they set up were mostly, but not all of the conditions, was to see if someone could hack the voting machines like they were in Florida. Mm -hmm. And an 11-year-old boy successfully hacked it. Now, of course, the Floridians were saying, no, 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 that's not, he you know, had actual physical access to the machine and that's not like the, the security conditions that we have set up in a real voting situation are not like it was set up at this hacking conference right. and you yeah. know we've been working with our computer we have our own 11 year old boy who like actually <laughs> made it safe for you to vote and <laughs> it's cute that your 11 year old boy at defcon hackathon or whatever was yeah. able to get in but in the real world it wouldn't work the way so this way so don't freak out and think that voting is compromised right in, in other words they're saying no 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 yeah we know an 11 year old got into the system but don't worry we've got a 12 year old running the firewall exactly now, speaking of young children, hmm. um, did, this is a newer phenomenon, and I think it's kind of a little ridiculous to have graduation ceremonies for everything. I can't stand it. 
for everything. I can't stand it. And so now there are little, and I mean, it's cute to see your kid in like a little cap and gown or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like I get that, but still like you don't need a graduation ceremony nope. for kindergarten, nope. for first grade, second grade, third nope. grade. Like I think we may have had a party and there may have been some sort of a something like an assembly when we were graduating the eighth grade mm -hmm. and about to go into high school. That's the furthest I'll go is the eighth grade. Yeah. But you know, kindergarten, it's like pretty soon there's going to be like, Oh, he stopped pooping himself. Let's put a mortarboard <laughs> on his head. So now you just, I, I, know. I would give up on I, that. I'm done. Uh, now they even have graduation ceremonies for preschool. Mm. Pre-flipping school. Yeah. He stopped eating his boogers. Let's give him a certificate. <laughs> so, and I love Kristen Bell, who, which is mm. why we're bringing this up. She's adorable and she's very, very funny. Mm. Um, but she's a little too emotional for a preschool graduation ceremony. So she started posting photos to her Instagram. And in the first one, don't worry, guys, I'm having a great time at preschool graduation. I'm not a mess or anything. It's preschool. Yeah. Well, I don't understand why you're emotional. Like well, your baby's the first one to go to college or something. If I saw a little mini Dax Shepard graduating, maybe I would be <laughs> emotional too. And then her next picture, okay, I was lying before, please send help. I mean, she's just, now granted, she also went viral a few years ago because for her birthday, Dax Shepard found out she really likes sloths. Mm -hmm. And so he brought one to the house for the birthday party and this video of her just losing it because she was going to get to meet a sloth. So she tends to be emotional, right. as you would imagine an actress okay. might be. But Maybe in her head, there's just a nonstop montage of long distance commercials from the early <laughs> 90s, just going, Mama, I just called to say I love you. <laughs> or the touch, the feel, cotton, yes. fabric of our lives. Yes. <laughs> I think her graduation gown was made of yeah. cotton. Oh my gosh. Oh no, here's a video of Zoe Dashnell going to a farmer's market wearing <laughs> cotton. I totally remember the Zoe Deschanel commercial. That's terrible. Um, but I'm not going to cry about it. So anyway, get it together and stop having all these unnecessary graduation ceremonies, please. Now, birthday celebrations, I'm all about it. And I'm all about celebrating mm. your birthday on your birthday and after your birthday and really like, like a month long. And this might be a girl mm. thing, but I'm like... It, it's, it's a total girl yeah. thing. You get it's as absolutely. much birthday as here, you possibly can. Okay, so here, David and I will now, we will now, you know, here's the, the pop that culture David's improv over there players. ready to flip a table. Okay, so let's, let's be BFFs. Hey, David. Hey, David. <laughs> thanks for letting you go on Facebook. I know your birthday's in two months. What do you want? Do you want a big party? Oh, I'm going to celebrate. It's going to be all party. All party? <laughs> Super party. Well, do you want, okay. It's my birthday month. Okay, you know what? There's a Groupon for that Paint by Numbers place where we can bring our own wine. Oh, we're going to get so drunk. Yeah, who are we going to call? Oh, it's called Cheryl. Okay. And Carol. Okay, no, okay. Do you want to do an Evite, a Facebook event, or just send out some save the date cards? No, because I don't want that uh, Trina seeing it. So wait, so the book club is coming or not? No. No. Okay. I'm gonna say no. Okay, so the the tri delts are going, but the book club no. Tri delts all the way. Okay. All right. Cool. Great. Thanks. Yes. So accurate. Right. So accurate. That was spooky. Yeah. I mean, like I felt like. Like you were there. So anyway, um, not only do I like to celebrate birthdays, but I also like to celebrate the birthdays of handsome, handsome men, as does The Rock. 
who mm. likes to give shout-out birthday messages to other handsome men in Hollywood and tease them a bit. And so Saturday, I believe, was Chris Hemsworth, Thor's birthday, mm. and he got a fantastic birthday shout-out and song from The Rock. Here in the Iron Paradise, I'm training legs, Saturday night, focused, getting after it, but I just found out it was a buddy of mine's birthday, so I paused the music, paused my workout, uh, and I'm sending him some birthday love because that's what friends are for. <clears throat> Happy birthday to Thor, you Australian man whore. You're the, you're the greatest Chris, and that's a fact. After Evans Pine and Pratt. Happy birthday, you handsome son of a bitch, Chris Hemsworth, and sending you a lot of love, man. From down here in the Iron Paradise, where I'm getting after it, I'm working out, I'm getting better, uh, and you're somewhere sitting on your punk ass eating your birthday cake, okay? Well, I hope you, and look, it doesn't matter that I got a plate of cookies waiting for me at the house because today's my cheat day. It's not about me, it's about you. Happy birthday, I look forward to working with you. Sending you a lot of love, man, love to the Ohana, and uh, talk to you soon. Happy birthday, you're number four. Yes. Wow. So do you think Thor went out and got hammered for his birthday? Hey. Uh, yeah. So the, actually what I'd heard is that um, he, uh, The Rock, wanted to have some sort of a movie deal with him and Chris Pratt mm. where they could do some sort of buddy comedies together. But now after seeing this video, people want him to do a movie with this Chris and they think that Hemsworth and Dwayne The Rock Johnson would be really good in a movie together. I think they would. And you know what? Just on a side note, speaking of the Chris's, yeah. Hemsworth and Pine walked away from negotiating on Star I Trek 4. I saw that. That's probably just a I want more money move. It is. And you know what? Paramount, more money, more Paramount, money. you have the money. Do it. Tony up. Or Joe will start crying like Kristen Bell at a graduation I'm, I'm ceremony. I'm crying on the inside right now. Oh, ha, 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 ha. Ooh. You know that we love uh, samples from Costco. We have video proof of we it. We do have video proof of it on our at Pop Bad Culture Detroit Facebook page, which you can check out. But things got a little nuts recently in Costco, and it was not the people you would think that would make it get nuts in Costco. And we will tell you all about it next on Pop Bad Culture. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The new Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly. All for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. 
Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at newradiomedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. To pop that culture. I love Costco samples. However, people can be really rude about they, the samples. They are rude. I have never been not since the rummage sale at that Methodist church on Maple Road in Birmingham. <laughs> what? You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> the one across from the Lutheran church, the one with the good rummage oh, sale. Oh, Joe! I was driving up Maple one time and I'm just like, oh, you know what? I've been driving past this for years. I'm gonna stop by. <laughs> Did and they have the good stuff? I, it was full contact. Yes! It was like, and you got to get in the octagon to go uh, shopping. Uh, Same thing as at Costco. You want, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, is that, is that wild-caught tilapia? I'd love to try. Boom! You get pushed out of the way. Right! I mean, people will wait in line for the fresh samples for forever. And then where you used to be like holding the door open for somebody when they're, oh. you know, coming into places or be like, no, no, you go first or whatever. You get people in front of free food right. and they will knock a child down. They will knock they a will. woman down. Like, I need to try this salsa. Uh -huh. Like, S gets nuts it in is, Costco. Especially when they have the samples of their homemade, like their made in-house bakery right. items. Right. Like they'll give you pieces of the Costco birthday cake. People will shove you for that. You know, they take the muffins and they split their huge muffins yeah. into four pieces. You get shoved out of the way. Oh, They're my. like, I will cut a bitch if uh, you take this steaming hot piece mm -hmm. of muffin away from right? me before I'm able to get the mm -hmm. freshest sample. Word. But I did not expect an actual altercation to break out between two septuagenarians in mm. Costco. <laughs> Septu the, that's 90-year-olds? No. The, uh, what's a septuagenarian? 70-year-old. Is a 70-year-old. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm... I know that an octogenarian, like kind of like an octopus, and there's a, I know there's a Quentin, you know what I mean. Anyway, a seven-year-old man was being a normal human and just standing there, and he was waiting for uh, a cheese sample, and then a 72-year-old rolls up, and he's like, and grabs the cheese sample, uh -uh. and the seven-year-old was like, what the, what, fine, and then he moved on to another uh, sample station, and again, he had to wait for the fresh item to come out of whatever little cooking area. Yeah, that they that's had. the worst time is when you see him getting ready to plate that stuff. And uh, and no. so then 72 year old spots the new sample that's about to come up. And 70 year old was like, why don't you get in line ahead of me? Because I know you're going to cut me off like you did at the cheese stand. And 72 year old was like, oh, no, you did uh -uh. not. Mm -mm. Don't start, none won't be not. And he knocks his hat off, he knocks his glasses off the other guy. And there's these two men in their 70s just going at it. Yeah. This fight in this Costco over samples. This is where we've gotten to, America. And you know what? There will be a movie about this. 
and in one <laughs> shot, there'll be the slow motion fist to the face scene where the face yes. bends, except the dentures pop out and along the with the sample and flies out too. Oh, and a whole mouth of teeth just goes across the room. Oh God, this is where we are. Mm. And if you're thinking of leaving the country, I have a country that you may want to go to. And what country is that, Sarah? No, it's not Canada. You think it would be, and I would like to go there. How are you doing, Trudeau? But the answer <laughs> is that you need to go to Lithuania. Lovely Lithuania. I heard the capital city is beautiful time this year. That's what I hear, too. So God bless whatever Don Draper, Madman, or whatever, came up with the new advertising for the capital city of Lithuania. Uh, Vilnius, I think, is how you pronounce it. Mm -hmm. So they have this advertisement. Let's put up the uh, the old photo there. <laughs> and they're calling it the G spot uh, of Europe. Nobody knows where it is, but when you find it, it's amazing. Right, and it'll probably stay with you forever. And ever, and ever, and ever. <laughs> you can't uh, you can't clear up that yeah. capital city. Yeah, it'll or, it'll wake you up in the middle of the night. <laughs> Just come on, you ready? <laughs> You found me. Let's do it. Well, what sucks is that um, there were some priests in the area who were like, you know that you're starting this new advertising campaign like like a week before we're supposed to get a visit from the Pope. Right. Can you can you hold off on yeah. putting up these posters when the Pope mobile is rolling through? Can you do that later? Can we not mm. have a woman in the throes of ecstasy and right. start talking about G spots when we've got the Pope coming to visit Lithuania? But we'll see. We'll see how all that rules out. I think the campaign is brilliant. I, <laughs> I think it is brilliant. Much like our show. Thank you for hanging out with us. Craig Folly's up next, and we will see you tomorrow on Pop That Culture.